Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it do? How is everybody doing out there? Episode 103. Um, and uh, I'm going to get right into it. Happy Pi Day. Happy Pi Day. I have a surprise for you. A surprise? I have a surprise. What do we got? You know, you know what I got for you. I don't. Well, I mean, it could be a lot of different forms of pies, right? Only the best. Only the best for you. Ooh. Only the best. Okay. When was the last time you had one of these? I mean. It's been a while for me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is mostly a uh, audio, uh, you know, medium. Alex has just handed me. Ooh, <laughs> and it's time stamped. It's time you, stamped. You popped these off right before I got here. I got them as fresh as I possibly could. And 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 if <laughs> and it is still a little warm in the box. He has brought me a McDonald's baked apple pie. Wow. I haven't had this in a while. I haven't had this in ten years. Oh. Three, four Olympics at least. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not bad. No. Happy Pi Day, bud. Wow. Now, do you think that you should be allowed to celebrate Pi Day as you see fit? Could that mean, you know, a key lime pie? Or do they have, like, or, like, do you think they have to go pie? Or can they go pizza pie? Wow. Wow. Is are both open in your eyes or uh, oh fair game or we, are you only saying analog it's got to be the original like any type of pie? I love just to see this is why you're like the the best co-host in like podcast history. Mm. Cuz that's that's a thing that not only have I but I'm willing to bet our lovely audience and listeners have never thought about either. Is really? The pizza pie aspect. I saw happy. Okay, here's why. Um, I saw multiple happy pie days online. Okay. On the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Some involved analog pie. Some involved pizza pie. I never knew that that was a thing. Do you think big pizzas are trying to get their oven mitts on like some extra like? I mean, what a sentence. Extra zaz? What a sentence. What a sentence from you right there. I mean, you're you're you're, you're firing. You're firing. Oops. I think this. I think. I think. I think you'd actually. I think you know what. I think you've absolutely hit it on the head. I think this is a big pizza thing. I think it's a little bit of a big pizza, trying to get its oven mitts on. Uh, on some of the on some of the extra za sales. Yeah, which is which is pretty wild because, Pi Day, as everyone knows, originates from mathematics. Yes, has nothing to do with, uh, you know pepperoni or anything like that and it's always been growing up it has always been remember pie day growing up at like school was like we used to have pie eating contests we, you, you were allowed to bring in a pie whoa whoa time out we had, we had you had pie eating contests we had, in in high school we had pie eating contests in mrs zub's class all right you what was that name mrs zub M- love her mrs zub shout out to mrs zub freshman year um algebra uh you used to hit on your daughter all the time. You would never, you you would nice. ne- you used to never, you would say, Alex, in front of the whole entire class, you used to tell them, Alex, you will never, not only will you never, not only date my daughter, but you'll never be able to find her online or anywhere. And I came in the next day and I said, I found your daughter online. And she said, no, you didn't. And I said, is her screen name Zubmarine? <laughs> that wasn't a surprise <laughs> to her. <laughs> And she, the the color flushed from her face, and uh, wow. she called me out after class. Uh, you know, said, hey, Alex, I, I could you stay back a moment, please? Yeah, 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 yeah. And she said, "Yo, uh, funny, but for real. If you are gonna like, you know, pursue her, blah blah, blah like, you know." And I was like, "Dude," because I think her daughter was like, you know, in like eighth grade or seventh grade. Like I was a freshman. Mm, no, I think she, I think was, yeah, I think she was like an eighth grade or some shit. You know, really so. wanted her to be like a hot senior. No, 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 no. She wasn't even in, I was a freshman. She wasn't even, yeah, she wasn't even in, uh, in high school. So I, and I told her, I would go, honestly, Mrs. Zub, uh, your daughter came to like the first football game and I saw her and, you know, I didn't know, I, I didn't know who she was. I was just making like a joke. 
and I was like, I promise I won't be pursuing your daughter. I was like, she's like in eighth grade or whatever. Like I got like I got I got bigger fishes to fry here. Okay, yes. my reputation. You know, I already walked in here day number one with cornrows on and Timberlands on. Okay, mm. I got oh, I got a whole rebrand. I got to do so here so much potential. I got a whole he's just got making a whole, the bad I'm, decisions. I'm in the middle of a whole rebrand right now, and I can't be. And your daughter is not involved in on that rebrand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Move away from the Scott Storch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Happy Pie Day. Happy Pie Day. That actually was not too bad of a pie. I have to say, I don't know if it's like, you know, the substances that we took before that are making it taste better, but that I actually enjoyed that that that, that McDonald's apple pie. That was warm and delicious. I can't <laughs> tell you the last time I had one. I'd tell you at least, I, I mean, maybe more than 10 years. I, I don't get those. Yeah, I don't even think about like, I'm just like, all right, I'm putting all this poison in my body. I'm here at McDonald's. I'm getting, do you, get, you know. Do you get like, desserts from fast food? Never, and, and I mean like not never. Frosties or milkshakes. Like, like I'll get an occasional, you know, Frosty or something like that. Or maybe no. an Oreo McFlurry. No. But I usually like not really, but like when I'm feeling if I'm if I'm drunk and I Taco Bell two in the morning, definitely getting a caramel apple empanada. Really? Yeah. Chocoholics Anonymous. That's a I am a proud member. Mm -hmm. Um, Guys, if you're out there, girls, if you're listening and you you, think you're addicted to chocolate the way that I am. Um, I'm I'm here for you. Yeah. 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 This this podcast. If there's no if there's no chocolate, then we ain't talking. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Okay, We're okay. Not, heard, you know, heard. That's now, right. If you I always, some... I always weirdly forget that, like, you are such a staunch, unless it comes to your uh, brother-in-law's uh, pecan. Uh... That's chocolate, though. It's got chocolate in it. Oh, it does. Mm-hmm. That's right. It does. Shout out to Cody, chocolate pecan pie. That's right. That's that does. I, I always forget. It's like if it doesn't even. I mean, how do you feel? I think maybe we've done this. Word. How, white chocolate is that pass or does it have to be the dark chocolate? Or does it have to be you know colored chocolate? <laughs> I didn't want to go. You I, said it like that. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I was you know. Now look was, at the choices. You I know have. you know what I was doing there. I was like, oh, do you like white chocolate? And then I didn't. I didn't then I didn't want to go. Oh, don't say black chocolate. Like that sounds a little uh. And then I went color chocolate, which is like way worse. Way worse. <laughs> I stepped in that one. Um, white chocolate is not white, for me. But so that doesn't count as it can be in there, but it can't be the main chocolate. Okay, okay, okay. So you like know exactly so, what I mean. Okay, okay. <laughs> main chocolate. Why did I say main chocolate? Yeah, Even it all. can't be my main chocolate. <laughs> okay, all right. So that, and I'm a politician, and I will leave it at that. You did really well. Uh, I'm in the debate with, debate with you. I I'm bowing out tomorrow morning first thing. You lose. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get uh, into the episode uh, and talk to me about LCD sound system. I know you're already familiar with them. Definitely familiar with them. It was interesting to listen to the playlist though you put together. They kind of almost like Justice do like these kind of harder sounds. But like with the electronic in the background, it's very difficult to describe, but it's definitely... Well, it's like band. It's got a band aspect, but also an electronic aspect. Yeah. And it's interesting because the guy's voice, the lead singer, Mm. um, I think he's probably very polarizing. Very unique. Yeah. Because there's times where like he'd be like doing the, I'm going to talk while the song's going. Yeah, And I'm like, I get what you're doing, but I didn't love it. Yeah, he gets away with it, though. Yeah, that's one of those things where I'm like, I don't want your sprawling thoughts on something while this, in the middle of the song. I don't need you to stop and give me a soliloquy on what's going on on the German front. You know, like, just get me, keep me going. Um, But I really liked... um, uh, you uh, dance yourself clean. That's the that's the one that really that that one does a number to everybody. It lies. does. That's okay. the one. It's like slow building, and then like when it hits in the middle, and it's the nice crowd and goes too. wild. Yeah, yeah. So that was one I think I liked the most of all of them. Um, but they're definitely good. It's interesting. They're I, they're you know we I you, I always want to put something in like a in a folder. <laughs> this is a different kind of subgenre. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. 
that electronic kind of rock. I don't know how to explain it. I think they. I think what. I think the genre is dance punk. I think that's. I think that's what they throw them under. That's what it would do what fall you, under. Yeah, do what. You, yeah, that's that's like their genre is dance punk. Yeah, because I don't think you said that when we were doing the Peacock. Because I felt like that would have put me in like a different mindset. Yeah, they're as like far as what to expect. Yeah, they're they're in the category of dance punk. Yeah, um, but overall, it's good. I don't know. I don't know where and on what playlist it falls into. But we're not. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're not. We're not mad when it when it comes on at the barbecue. Definitely not. Right. Also, it. are the wings done yet? <laughs> uh, uh, give me five more. Five more. Uh, uh, checks inside grabbing the barbecue. Okay. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. And we. I got to clean up. I. I finally saw the uh Chris Rock special. Okay. Yes. I'm interested to hear it now because I want to set this up where everything I was listening to has not been a glowing review. Yes. And I thought it was pretty good. Yes. And I'm worried now yes. that maybe I'm on the wrong side yes. of, of what I of how everyone perceived it. I didn't I thought it was just okay. And even like I went even further and was like because you know it was the last and I and I and I even I, this is how much I critiqued it. I even timed how long it was. It was literally five minutes of that he of, of material he did on Will Smith all the way at the end. Yeah, and I literally was like, I mean, it was it was it was it was wasn't not funny. It was it was it was funny, but I was like, you had a whole year and this is what you sussed out. Mm. Like I was just so like, because you're, you're like half of it was just him calling him a bitch, which was like, which was like the funny part. It was like, you know, this guy called him a bitch, and these guys called him a bitch. You know, he was doing it was just like, okay, that's funny because like you're not calling him, but like you're actually calling him that. Yeah. But I was just like, ah, that, that's you're Chris Rock, dog. I thought you were gonna just. Gah, 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 gah. Yeah. And then the second thing, the other, the rest of the material I thought was just okay, but I'm also like not a big. Uh, like Netflix hour special guy. Like even my favorite stand-ups or like podcasting people, whenever they come out with ones, they're always like, and to me. Mm-hmm. But the one thing, Doug, he 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 was just walking back and forth that whole time. Did you check that out? How he just paced? I think he was definitely was that a just me? Nervous. Like, yeah, like I was almost like, is he nervous or is this his thing? Because like if you watch it, I mean, he just ping pongs back and forth the whole time. He doesn't st- sit and stop and sit for like more than eight seconds, he just ping pongs back and forth on that little last stage. Boom, boom. But I was just like, "What's going on here, dog?" Chill, I think he chill. knew. I think he was like, "All right, I got slapped. This sucks. I can't come. I can't clap back at him." Oh, is he? Oh, is it? So he's like, "I gotta wait a certain amount of time, and then I'm gonna market it." And at the time, he's like, "That's a great idea," and then. The month started to build. Yeah. Started to build. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the fuck's he waiting on? Yeah. And uh, I think that maybe the, I the, thought, the stage was too big, maybe. Well, well clearly not, because he was pacing back and forth. Yeah. As if, as if honestly, maybe he was pacing back and forth because he thought Will Smith was the crowd and he he, he was sticking to moving the whole time. Not a bad... Maybe not, he was sticking oh to moving the... God. Maybe what every, if Will Smith had come... Do you <laughs> think that he knew someone called him on the low and was like, yo... Oh, yeah. Be more. 830... Yeah, I think definitely he got a text message from someone who was just like, hey, do what you will with this information. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm your boy. I love you. Here's this envelope. Uh, catch you later. Yeah, this phone will explode in five seconds. Throw it into the trash. Like, I, like he's sitting, you know, he's sitting at like, you know, his bre- in, in his breakfast nook. Yes. Um, Eating oatmeal. Mm-hmm. And uh, just under like, under the, the front door, he just hears a, and then he looks over, and it's a, it's a Manila folder sliding across the floor. Okay, nice. Yeah. I was thinking brick through the window, <laughs> photo of it with an attached yes. Photo. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I was yeah I was a little disappointed in it. Um, uh, it it wasn't it, yeah it really wasn't that funny. And I was just like, dude, you only did five minutes, and that was the five. It really, like really wasn't. And I watched it twice. Twice, because I, because my dad, my dad was like you. My dad loved it. 
Okay, at least I have an ally. Yeah, oddly a good enough, one. A the good king, one. The king contrarian. Yeah, himself. a good one, which I will add. And so, like, cause I, cause my dad was like, he was like, he was like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? And like every single day, I was like, all right, I gotta watch this. Like, he's gonna keep asking. So mm. I uh, once I when I told him I was like, nah, not really. I'm not really down on that. He was like, what? No way. You're crazy. Blah blah. And then so like he got in my head. And I was like, I'm gonna watch it again. And I watched it again. I was like, yeah, nah, this is worse than the second time. The second time's even worse. Oof. Second time was when I saw him pay, like I noticed the pace. I'm like, damn, this boy just walking back and forth like he nervous and shit. Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it for sure. Because there were a couple times, I don't know if you remember it, he kind of like he, well, messed up a that? joke. Like he like yeah. he stuttered or something. Yeah. Like I remember there was one point where like, I, I remember seeing myself, I was like, ooh, he kind of forgot the joke right there or, or he stumbled over or he missed it. Yeah. Like I, I was like, He said damn. he fucked it up. Oh, he did? Oh, during yeah, like it? in it. Yeah. He's like, oh. oh, he's like, oh, I messed the joke up. Oh, okay, okay, maybe that's yeah. okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was it was just okay. But but you know what? Also too, I, it dawned on me, and when I was like, oh, and this is no excuse. I still think the joke should have been better. But I bet Netflix was trying because they did, it, and then like the Oscars just happened, and obviously the Oscars just happened, so everyone starts talking about last year and Will Smith. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I bet Netflix was like, yo, let's push this thing as close to the Oscars as possible. So when the Oscars come out and people like do their jokes and start talking about it again, they'll go watch the special. See, now you're thinking like a villain. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do. Pulling the strings in the back, just trying the real to joke incite is the, the TV ratings so your legitimate business makes money. Yeah. I get it. That, see, that, see, Chris does get the final laugh when he, just, when he rakes in all that money. Now, they definitely were like, all right, we're, we want to do this live. We've never done this shit before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you already have a contract. Here's like 10 mil more, and mm -hmm. you're going to do this like... You're gonna do this live, and he was like, "For sure, I got yeah. this. I've been practicing." For, like, and they're like, "Oh man, Chris Rock's been practicing all year. It's gonna be so good." Damn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's just me. It's me and Chris Benson back to back. Yeah. It's yeah. It's and and and, and it's a good ally. I will say that. But yeah. But let's. Uh, I would love to know what you learned this week, Jordan. What I learned this week is as we get further and further into Baby Watch uh, 2023. How's, is every day, is every hour just like a, yes. just like stepping on bubble wrap? Like, what's up? It's, yes. Bubble wrap. I, I've, I've thought about you every day, like, like this these last like four days. I'm just like, he, he's probably, because if I'm thinking about it, he's probably over there just like, the, the, every time your phone, a, mind, a notification a comes through. It's it, a mind fuck because... Yeah. Like this life-altering event could happen in like it could happen now, right? Like 12, we're in twelve days, and it could happen right this instant. Right. So there, there's no the call comes. But I was thinking about this: how us all guys out there, right? Like I think it's like the primal when you're watching like the SWAT movies, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Get your gear, we're up in two. <laughs> right? and you get the call, you grab the stuff, and you go. And then it's game time. Yeah. I, I'm i now in that situation. I get the call. Everyone, everyone, all the other parts of the operation know what to do. I, I take my go bag and I'm gone. Like, are you getting up every morning and stretching? Mm. Like, you should be getting up every morning and, like, doing a, a light stretch. Just, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Just because just so, it's different now. We yeah. got to be able to go. Mm. You know what I mean? We got to be able to roll out. Fast pace. I got the shit kickers on almost all the time. So yeah. I think, like... Footwear is very important in this situation. If I'm going to secure the perimeter, like I need to have the right uh, shoes to do it. I I will say, and I hope you don't think lesser of me, or if you think I'm being selfish, but mm. there is a huge majority part of me that would love for it to happen on the pod, mm. just for content purposes only. I told her about the deal that I made. <laughs> like, is your behalf. phone on silent right now? Yes. Whoa. It's right here, though. What if, what if you, <laughs> can we play out that scenario, that scenario of like, you keep your shit on, like both of our phones are on silent and she's going into labor and like, you're not hearing it and you're just here. No way. And you're late. <laughs> no. Couldn't happen. You come in next week, I'm like, you're like, yo. First off, a text <laughs> message would never be like the delivery there. Oh, you have it on do not disturb. So if they call five times, it pushes through, Twice, right? Twice, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. And okay. it's right here. So we're good. Okay. Look, I can scramble the jets at moment's <laughs> notice. Okay. 
But yeah, there's a part of me that just wants some content mm. and just like would love to like the visceral reaction of me looking at you and being and you being like, I have to go. And then like we hug, you know, and people can't see it, but they feel the hug, you know, through the microphone. Oh, they feel it. Yeah, yeah. We would get down and, then, and like, hug by the microphone. I walk you out. I walk you out. You know, you're, you're, well, we're, we're both jogging out. We're jogging out. Yes. And then like they hear the door, the, the door slam, and then I come back in and then I finish the show on my own. You have to. You know what I mean? That's the other agreement. I go warm and em- warm embrace. <laughs> I go. Wait, wait, if you have any other topics left that's on the show sheet, you ha- as you're running out, you have to quickly yell your takes. No, you have to. Do <laughs> oh, it. oh, I just do yeah, your takes, but yeah. I think they would be correct. Oh, fuck. Okay, you have to just because, and you know this because uh, you do the podcast with me. But I always put very vague references. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you'll just have to. You have to finish the show. That's part of your responsibility. If it happens, and I gotta, and the go bag goes. I got to uh, know that you're going to finish. Okay. Yep. I, I, I can't wait for if that were to happen, how I have to, when we get to the crown jewel segment. Yeah. And then I have to just make up gossip. That's just completely untrue. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I think that segment will be back next week, but we'll see. I mean, we're on, like I said, we're on baby watch 2023 right now. Um, you know, there's a very small, but real percentage that it could happen. While we're on the podcast. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So what I learned this week. Yeah, sorry. Keep, yeah. Is actually I'm keeping us in baby mode. Uh-huh. And I got something else for you. Okay. So it's long been told. Um, and it's actually hard for historians to be able to confirm. So they're kind of leaning on the no side here. But you know what a C-section is. Yes. So that's called the cesarean section. Mm -hmm. And what they've been saying for a long time is that that actually came because when Julius Caesar was born, they had to actually cut cut mom open and get him out. Okay. So I always thought it because it was a C, you know, you cut the it's a C under your belly. Yeah. But I guess it's not a C if you're not a fat fuck. Yes. Right. Well, that too. But cesarean section they were saying was always from that and they haven't really been able to prove is it spelled that way too yeah c-e-s-e-a-r-arian yeah cesarean oh okay cool all right cool all right yeah i like that i like that yeah and so they're like all right well you know women were always giving birth but men were always like the doctors and basically forcing like all the men in there so that basically the women couldn't be a part of like the birthing process. Mm -hmm. And so they really don't know like when it actually started. But one of the earliest recordings was like the 1500s and this doctor's wife was pregnant and he's like, yo, government, you got to let me do this. Like I'm a doctor. And they're like, all right, doctor. But this one time, let's see how it goes. And that uh, everything was successful. The mother lived. The baby grew up to be like so 80 years old. So he wanted to like, he, was it a, I don't, is it a, was it one of those situations where he was like, I want to see if this works and I want my no. wife to be the guinea pig? Or no, she she's, was like trying to give birth forever got and it, it couldn't happen got it, okay, and she was in okay. labor and he's like, yo, <laughs> I'm a doctor. It, I got to do this. I thought it was, the, the, I thought it was, yo, he was just, just like, yo, around? it's my wife. Let me, let, let me, let me do what I want <laughs> yeah. with her. I was going to be like, that's so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's like the first, like, I think they said like documented case of it, like actually being in history and working. So not that long ago, but I thought that was interesting. That is very interesting. So that's what I learned this week. And I think I'm just, I'm doing baby facts until this baby comes. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. You're, so you're in it. That's what I'm in it right now. Yeah. So that's what I learned this week. Alex, what did you learn this week? I learned this week and I think you learned it too. Cause I think I, I'm peeking and I, I see it. Dap, uh, rest in peace, Dap Piff. I have some breaking news. There's been some posts that have uh, come out today. Is it back? Today. Is it now back? It's not, it's not dead. Oh, this is great. We're because, not dead. Because when I saw it, I made some, I was commenting on it, too. I was commenting on the thread, too. And just because... I actually went on that pit not long ago, like literally like a year or so ago. And as you know, just because I have to check my sources, I downloaded the app. Just to make sure that I could fuck around and find hey, out keep, if hey, I wanted to. Hey, keep clicking on that app every, every 15 minutes of this podcast. Just highlighted just keep- a Jim Jones mixtape. <laughs> Bro, Dat Piff, you and I say so for the people out there that don't know, Dat Piff was an absolutely revolutionary website um early to mid two thousands. Perfect. 
And it was back when mixtapes, like especially in hip hop, mixtapes were huge. It was all, it was like the mixtape era. Everything, all of these bootlegs and remixes and all these rappers were jumping on other people's beats. It was actually, thinking about it, it was an amazing freaking time to be alive. I would contend that might have been, for hip hop, the best period of hip hop. Every single week, every artist and every producer were coming out with mixtapes. And I mean, every week, right? Yeah, it was like to a point. It was like every art, like was they were all jumping on other people's beats, and it was just every time. You, and Dat Piff was basically the website that you go to, and you could download this shit for free. Yeah, and, and it was like no viruses, none of that shit. Like it was legit. Yeah. So I think also what happened during that time was CDs stopped like being like the sales and way that they made money. Mm-hmm. So it like because online became a thing. Then they started touring and realizing that's the way you make money. So they're just going to put all this content out all the yeah. time. And then you're going to come see the show. Like that's how they had to get their money. Yeah. And that's when the shift started. Uh, also was like really happening because downloads and ringtones became like yeah. a, a big way for people to make music and shit back then and like make money off of it. Um, I hope it doesn't go away just because it, the nostalgia of it, but I totally understand, like, in a business sense, why you would definitely need to shut that fucking shit down because you have Spotify and shit and nobody's... Everything's free already. Now right now everything's free. But I did... the But in Spotify, I love you. But there is one thing that Dat Piff they has. They got Louisiana on Spotify. There is one you know? thing <laughs> they got the drought is have. over. They have all the shit that actually isn't technically legal... That if you want, that's the place you can go to get it. And you can't get it on Spotify. Yeah. You can't get it on Apple Music. It does not exist. Well, thank God it exists on uh, all three of my hard drives that yes. I have kept. Uh, that's the one thing that I, I have all. I still have all of those. Every single one of those. There's uh, three or four mixtapes mix uh, on there at least that you cannot get anywhere else. Uh, on any major you like know, all those biggie ones remember oh all those God. like the black oh, yeah. frank white i mean there was so jimmy jimmy hendrix and biggie like collab biggie Smalls, ones yeah a, uh bob deep bob marley yeah and, bob, and bob deep. deep like yeah that was mob deep and bob marley some producer matched them up i mean what a legendary mixtape that was that right there alone but that i biggie, have all of those still though yeah. well, one day we will we'll have to like you know put back some drinks and Scott, like and break that the fuck out come on and just down reminisce because those that was that was when I met you. Yeah, that was the, right in the same era. Yeah, that was honestly a huge thing that has kind of waned. It's for sure waned. It's Lil Wayne. It's Lil Wayne. It's Lil Wayne now. Mm-hmm. But um, back then was a beautiful time. Yeah. For so hopefully it doesn't go away. But I understand. Uh, but yeah, I, I I like that you had that you downloaded. And you're, keep us up to date on that because I yeah I saw that it, it's gone. I'm going to go listen to some of those mixtapes like on the way home also. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I downloaded it earlier because I was like, let me see about this. Remember, shit. isn't the Trill is Gone on there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, There's a. Oh, my God. That is a um, wonderful mixtape. There's a bunch on there. So though. many. They're yeah. all just. Kind of, yeah. God. Fuck. I got to listen to that one, though. Well, well that was BB King and. Uh, and UG and uh, UGK, UGK or Pimp C. Under. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, like, who would think to do that? The trill has gone, like, so nasty. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I did, I read that basically they were like, hey, guys, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, cool. We are not shutting down. I don't know where you guys are okay, hearing that. Now, sweet. that might be a pre-shutdown I, I only headlined it. I only headlined it. Yeah. I, I, I headlined it, and I said, damn. I, I had to look into that. Because there's a, when, when we saw that. That's a that's like a part of our past dying off and and fading away yeah. in the distance. Yeah, right? yeah, that was, yeah, that was that's one of those sobering moments of like, oh damn. Well, I actually feel very relieved now, and I and I should have known better. But like, if the apocalypse happens, right, and like phones are dead, and like you have those on the hard drive, I got them on the hard. Then drive, we're bro. good. Oh, we. I'm telling you. Yeah, I've I've had to get three hard drives ever since like you know those early college days and. That's moved with it every time. So your musical, your musical bunker, if oh you will. Oh my god, I have so is, much. Is have will so keep much. us fed for just oh my decades. God. I have everything. I have it all. I have every. I have my everyone's. I have it all. I'm curious what everyone would put like if you took your digital bunker and put it like in like the apocalypse like bunker like your music. Whose would stand up? Yours, I think, and those playlists alone, right there. Yeah, and I and like I in college, like there was because it was a this was a time 
on the internet where shit was free, yo. Like there was no like this was like a wild it was like the wild wild west of music where music industries were trying to figure out how to get money and artists were doing their own thing on their own and then there was like the like these websites were popping up that weren't being policed you know there was Pirate Bay and there was all these like you know torrent websites and and things oh man torrents and just even blogs like people just had blogs and if you knew a guy that had a blog and it wasn't like really like I remember there were there was people at college that I knew that they they ran blogs and they just posted the albums that they had and you could just directly download them and they none of it was police you weren't getting viruses with anything so like I was I remember I mean going there was this one blog that was like the Bible and it would just be like here's Michael Jackson's whole entire catalog all the bootlegs all the remix it was just like 50 albums it was like here's all of Prince it was like 100 I have like I have like this uh, Prince's like the Prince folder on, on my hard drive it's got like literally 70 Prince albums on mm. it of just every little crazy thing yeah I'm coming here so we'll be here yeah we'll be good yeah <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah 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 right, we'll sweet. be good um, we got a little TV, uh, review and movie review here. Uh-huh. Um, uh, do you want to go first? Do you, what, did you see a movie this weekend? So. Did you see Cocaine Bear? No. Damn it. Have you? No, but I just wish I was hoping. I could just see on the show sheet, like, movie review. And I was like, oh, he saw it. Maybe he saw it. No, uh, wifey had been bugging me for a while to see this movie. And I, my argument, albeit not a great one, was I know how this goes. It's not a great story and it's not going to be worth watching. And she says, I want to watch it. And that was the Elvis movie. Oh, Have you God. Seen it? Yeah, terrible. Okay. So I, you. It was one of those where you can see if you, uh, every time I go on my HBO Max, you know how, like, at the bottom of it says, like, you know, resume playing and like the, it'll show you like where you got into it. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm like a third into it. And I was like, yep, I'm out. Really? Yeah. I didn't even get that. I was just like, this is whole, this, the whole thing was so bad to me. First off, I hated the way they filmed it. Yes. It was, it, the cinematography and the way that they filmed it was like, I was like, I hate, I, I was like, I don't know what I like in necessarily in a movie and the way it's shot, but I can tell you what I don't like. It was that. I, I I watched it a while ago, so I'm trying to remember a lot of it. I remember I didn't like how uh, the Colonel was such a big part of it. I was just like, is this a movie about him or Elvis? Well, I think it was definitely about, like, it was definitely biased towards Elvis and how fucked up the Colonel was being. Too. Right, yeah. Like, that but was, I think, clearly, like, the narrative, and then... He, the colonel was kind of like the main like he was told telling it as if he was the main character. yeah well i think I, I didn't really like that apart too i was just like is this i, I just want to know let's, let's do elvis's story like i understand like you're a big part of it but like touch on that and keep it moving yeah you know like i did like how they kind of touched on how he like totally sold the black people stuff yeah you know like I, I, that was like i remember the one thing when i was pressing play i was like if they fucking gloss over that shit like i'm gonna be fucking i'm gonna turn the shit the fuck off <laughs> It's no, like they, they, everyone he, knows he kept now. it real. He kept yeah, it real. they kept it real. But yeah, it was just okay. And it was just everything about it was just it was just it was just it was just okay to me. Yeah, and to me, and it's kind of a shitty story. Yeah. Like there's good parts. There's always good parts of a shitty story. Mm -hmm. Um but I did was you just, did you were you just okay on it too? Oh, totally. Okay. At okay, best. Okay. I was honestly like, man, I'm fucking glad this is over. This movie sucks and I'm not gonna watch it again. Yeah, it was, and, and it got rave reviews. And I remember everyone like yeah. loved the guy, Skarsgård or whatever it was. And I was just like, this movie is not that good. And like, this guy's in just an okay Elvis. Yeah. Like, I don't know what we're doing here. And it's just, you know, it's a shitty ending too. Mm -hmm. And the way the movie did it, I thought. I didn't even watch the end of the show on, on, on the shitter. Fuck no. They didn't even. Oh, they, they didn't even. They did, they did like a. They have him slumped over on the fucking Not can. even. They didn't even show a body. Did they Did they at least show a fried peanut butter uh, uh, banana sandwich? Not a one. I thought for sure that it was like, okay, this is going to end with like they, him like telling his mate, hey, can you bring me another fried banana, uh, peanut butter banana sandwich? And then he, as he's doing that, he's getting out of bed to go take a shit. And then like, boom, it goes to black and you know what happens. See, that would have been a better ending. Right. Ten times better. <laughs> like it was, it was a, first off, I think. Did they, they show constipation? No. What? The, what, what what's, he wasn't even that fat in the movie. I think he was much fatter. Oh, in person, my at God, the when end. he died, he was yeah, it was terrible. He still like looked good. Oh, when he died, oh, so they painted. Oh, they did the thing, and it just like fades away. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, I threw you're, that in a little late. You're good. Um, 
totally just like if fades, you haven't seen it by now it like fades to black and they're just like elvis died on whatever and it was basically like you're well, not going to show me any of the death well you're not going to show me any of the drugs and speed and unhealthiness that he was doing at the end they did that but it was in a ticky tack kind of way i didn't like it there was just a it's an overall no from me and I, think I feel that, like it would help the movie and it'd be like it would it would be more polarizing and better of a movie if you show him, you know, fucking on the can trying to fucking shit out something and he, that's how he dies. I wouldn't doubt that this movie was made by like the the Presley family. Well, you know, I was trust. just thinking that when you just and said that, I was like, I bet they had a say. Yeah. They're probably just like, yo, fade that thing to black now and, and we're yeah, done. Yeah, do not show the bathroom. Don't even show the toilet. Don't show the satin sheets, and I swear to God, if one person says fried peanut butter banana sandwich, if at the last few minutes of this movie, this whole project is off. Yes. So they were, I think, under... Because it was so pro, like, Elvis, and, yeah. like, the colonel's the fucked up dude. Yeah. So Which I still, like, I'm still, like, nah. It's always hard. You know, it's, it's always hard for you to, like, feel bad for like the movie stars and celebrities, it's like, bro, you made so much money. You were you were you were, you were Elvis Presley. You want me to like kind of feel bad for you? Yeah, you know it's um, always hard. Yeah. It's always, like I know you got fucked over. And, like the Colonel, maybe he was doing these things. I you know whatever I was in there, but like you're, it's, it's gonna be really hard though. for me to like be like, That's, oh, whoa, is Elvis Presley? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. Not. I'm not doing that. So yeah, that was a big no for me. Okay. Okay. Well, let's follow it up with another big no for me. Ooh. The HBO The Last of Us. Uh, watched maybe two and a half episodes and said, mm, nah. Bro, it's it's not good. I watched I finished I watched the whole thing because everybody was watching it. And like I was a I was a big Walking Dead guy, I'll admit. I didn't finish Walking Dead because you know it jumped the shark. Yeah. But like I was into the Walking Dead and blah blah blah. Um, this was, you know, it was this, that's why I was in, I was like, ah, it's cool. It's kind of like Walking Dead, which I'm cool with. Like I'll watch another Walking Dead again. Like they're all the same. Like every movie is the same as another movie. But I was just, just, I was like, yo, this shit's slow, dog. Like it's, like it's slow moving. We're not killing shit. And it's, everyone's just talking about it every goddamn week. And I was just like, dude, I'm out. This isn't, this is, I'm, I, I finished it. I was like, we're all set. I ain't watching any more of this shit. This, it was one of the we to me it was just odd because I feel like it was so hyped. And yeah. I watched it and I was like, this is okay, I can understand how you could think this is really good. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm just like, it's another HBO show, and you know, I've kind of already seen this before. I've seen this a lot before. Yeah. Like a lot. Mm-hmm. Like apocalypse, fucking virus in the air, fucking there's only a couple humans left trying to find a cure. Seen that one mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I had to get that one off my chest because I'm getting real sick and tired of everybody out there just like, have you seen it? Have you seen it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's not good. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, any, and, and, I, and I think anyone else that says that it is, I think they honestly are lying to themselves because they just want to be cool on the internet. I, I, that's just my opinion. Yeah? Yeah, I really do. I think they're doing the thing where it's like, yo, pineapple on pizza, pizza's gross. I think they're just doing the thing. They see it on the internet. It's like, oh, yeah, Last of Us is awesome. I, it's just, it's been odd. It's, it's odd to me how much people like it. And I, I think it's just okay. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like, it's definitely not good. Yeah. And Pedro Pascal, love him. Love him. Love him. Love him. But it's, it's kind of a, and I will say, look, I live with a film critic. <laughs> there are very high standards to meet to keep her engaged. Yes. This is and, true. And um, I think that this I'm show. I'm surprised you got to like two and a half, to be completely honest. I think we watched one. I thought like, you were going to say like we watched one or half of one. We watched one and I think we were like, all right, let's watch one more and see if it gets better. And then mm. we watched the other one. We're like, not sold. And then we started it and I was like, we're all good here. Yeah. Especially with TV shows too, the first ones they literally make the first episode, the pilot episode of any TV show. They make it. That's the bet because they're trying to engage you. Mm -hmm. So if that one's not good, that's got to be the hook. Yeah, and then if that one's not good, and then you do the second, and then that one, and by the end of that one, you're still like, ah, you you do exactly what Jordan did, and you get the fuck up out of there. Yeah, you should get out of there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, uh, I've got, um, I've got a confession I need to make. Oh, um, I've been keeping this from you. 
and the audience, but you more. Um, I did a thing this weekend, this this last Sunday, this past Sunday. Okay. I went to a comedy, stand-up comedy 101 class. Six-hour workshop. Six-hour? 150 beans. 150 shekels. Yeah. Your okay. boy, your boy invested in himself. Okay. I did and? it. I'm ready to become a star. Yeah? I'm ready. So what 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 did this class Honestly, do? the class was Are we in a classroom w- with a stage? No, it was like uh one of those uh what you would call them like rooms at like, you know, a Marriott. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know like a ball at a ballroom 1980s ballroom but yeah like really ornate carpet yeah 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 with like shitty coffee being served on the side perfect yeah styrofoam cup in hand okay yeah 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 um but the class itself was it was fine it was kind of what i expected it was you know it was an old comedian guy up there he was a little old that was like that was my one thing was not like, current not current, which like that was the only thing like, every time we talked, I was just like, I I understand what you're saying, but like you're 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 doing the fundamentals a little too much here, which is good. I need to learn the fun fundamentals, but you know, mm-hmm. like that that was one thing I was like, you're not funny to me, which is fine, like because he's like and he's a little older and he's clean, he's a clean comic. Mm. So, but like that was like there's a lot of things he was doing. I was just like, you're not funny to me. Which is fine. I still there's a lot of comics out there that they're they're fucking great comedians, but they're not funny to me. Okay, but um, it did. Uh, the one thing that that it did do was one obviously, you know, gave me like you know a little bit more confidence, you know, because you had to get up, you had to do like you know do 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 a lot of stuff in front of people, and you had to one thing that he said you have to write you know a five minute like you know bit, you got or he goes if you didn't if you can't write a bit you can't do a joke or anything. He was like, come with like a, at least a, like a five minute story about something. Okay. So the one thing that I did like that I did get from it that was really good was the confidence. And what would, well, hold on. What was your bid on? Oh, Party City. Party City? Party City. Like the store? The store. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to do it here. Okay. I'm not going to do just, it. I just, I'm I not going to do it here for I, you. We, we all, look, all. Because this the isn't going to be my me. first open mic. We're not doing it here. I think it may be 305-741-3671. Would you like this to be his first open mic? All right. If, if enough people, honestly, I'll give you that. If enough people actually do call in and vote or DM in or text in and vote, yes, I will do it next week. But good God, I hope they don't because I can already hear like after I do it, a just five, just, just like all of the people, like all the wannabe, like armchair comedians out there just trying to tell me, Oh, you do. that was funny, but you got to work on this. I'm just gonna be like, yo, listen, shut the fuck up. Mm. Okay. Okay. But yeah, uh, yeah, I did, I did, a, I did a tight five on, um, on party city and I was actually very proud of it. It, I got some laughs. It went over well. The guy was like, yo, that was actually fucking like, I thought I was pretty fucking good compared to all the other people. Like I came, okay. I came up there with like, you know, that Seinfeld shit. Like I, I didn't just like, do anything. like the deal? I had like the setup. I had a whole thing. Like I took, like, it took me like days to like. You know, work on it, shave things off, add. Like wow. I was proud of it. Okay, and it went well. Okay, so what I did are it with do- I did it with Chris Cody. Chris Cody Chris, also. Chris, Chris Cody is the reason why we actually that he was the one because we always write bits and throw bits back and forth and like whenever we see each other, and he was the one that like found it and was like, "Yo, you want to do this shit?" And I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it. Fuck it, let's ride." Yeah, and so um and and, and Chris actually had a fucking I thought Chris's I thought his was funnier than mine, but he was like you know he did like he did nine years left nine years left nine years left. Those are fun though. But yeah, Chris I thought Chris came correct too, and, and he had some laughs too. But yeah, but I went with Chris. And um, I got the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write some stuff here. I'm gonna write. Like, I'm gonna write a couple more things, and in like the next like month or so, I'm going to. I'm gonna go to some open mics. Okay. I'm gonna go to some open mics. I'm gonna just bring the daughter, and we're gonna judge. Yeah. Three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. If you also have any good bits, 
that you want to just, you know, toss his way, workshop a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'd love to hear your guys' bits. I mean, I won't take them or anything, but I would love to hear, like, it'll be great if, like, if, if, the, if, like, the folks come with, like, some really good bits and then like, it just really humbles me, you know? Ooh, okay. I like that, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, so next step. Here we go. Yeah. Now, when do we, what doesn't get measured doesn't get done here, right? What do you mean? So when do you think you're going to do your first, like, when are you going to go to your first open mic? Uh, definitely. How far out are we? I mean, I like kind of told myself, like, yo, I'm going to give myself three weeks to write, like, two to three more, like, real solid bitch, just like just how I felt about, like, the party city. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to hit it, like, definitely before the end of April. Okay. That's that. That's, that's the deadline. Yeah. Like, before the end of April, is like, yo, go, go to a, go to an open mic, son, and go for, go, go hit that shit. All right, and we're gonna get the exclusive report on how it went afterwards, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And when I say open mic, like I'll tell people, like I'm, I'm gonna, Barbara Walters. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna you. keep it. Like I'm not gonna keep it like a uh, a secret or anything. I'll be like, I'll tell you. I'll tell people like, yo, I'm doing it. You can come through or not. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. 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 I mean, it took me, a, took me a lot to like keep that a secret from you. I've been holding that in for like a month now. A month? Oh, I've, I've had this book for okay, like a now, month. Okay. Now, now, wait, wait. It's okay. You just went though. I, it, would, it was just, but I knew for like a whole month, like I, my deposit, I put my deposit in a month ago. Mm. Just six hours at the Hyatt by the airport. Yeah. 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 Love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> shit. What was that? What was that? Not it. Oh God. My heart jumps. <laughs> Holy shit. I think I'm more nervous. <laughs> you were like, so like cool, cool oh. handler. Like, nah, bro, we good. That was, uh, if you weren't sure, a ringtone that I've had on this phone for about 15 years. It never rains in Southern California. Tony, Tony, Tony. You should be, you should change right now the ringtone that's only for your wife, just so every time it rings, you get ready. It should be just be Justin Bieber, baby, 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 oh. Um, so you're like, oh shit, baby time. No one is above the law in my <laughs> phone. Everyone gets the same blanket okay, okay. ringtone, and that is "Let's Get Away" by Ti. Okay, okay, hey, dude, it's it's. I mean, talk about the Dat Piff days. Exactly. <laughs> talk about those Dat Piff days. Yes. Uh, do we have anything else before we get into no. this? Are peacock? you ready to get in this? Peacock? Yeah, let's get into it. All This week's Peacock in Music is one that was so much, it was one of those that was so much fun to do. She's an absolute Peacock. Jordan knows who she is. Yes. And yeah, it was just an all around fun, celebratory Peacock to do. Who are you going to say? Tina Marie. Okay. Yeah, Tina Marie, Lady T. Lady T. Uh, March 5th, 1956 to December 26th, 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, R&B and funk, as we know. Mary Christine Brockert. Okay. Born March 5th, 1956 in Santa Monica, California. Um, she was a singer from the get-go. Um, at eight, but when she turned eight, she started doing auditions and stuff and for Hollywood and she actually landed a really weird small role, a role on a fucking show, a black and white show that my father used to always watch and I always watched with them and I thought it was so funny. I used to always love this show, the Beverly Hillbillies. (laughs) Uh, absolute Chris Benson show. Yeah. And I love that that was uh, what you guys did. Yeah. I loved the Beverly Hillbillies growing up. For, they were they were so funny to me. All It's so funny, like, like, like seeing, like, the Andy Griffith show now and stuff. I'm just like, because my dad used to, like, that was his shit. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch it. I was like, I can't believe I watched this. And I did, but I didn't know. You know, it was still, mm-hmm. like, it was like, black and white was still okay back then. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but the family uh, soon moved to uh, Venice, uh, California, in the early 70s, into a, uh, a bit of a seedier mm. uh, neighborhood. Happens. But 
this is where she got her uh, her black influence. Mm. This is where she got her soul. Okay. She was like she was in the neighborhood. Um, she uh, her 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 godmother is this like you know Beatrice like you know this old black woman from the block, and this is where she got that soul in her. Was this 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 neighborhood in Venice? Uh, and in 1976, you know, she, she was, she was running around, uh, California with an R&B group. And, um, at this point, remember when, um, Barry Gordy and Motown moved their shit from Detroit to, uh, remember they went to LA mm-hmm. that this was like, you know, that it was the, that was like kind of th- like almost through Motown, right? What do you mean? Like towards the, I won't say the end. Oh it yeah. It was basically like I after mean, the height, like after. Yeah. The like, well, Smokey and the Jackson five and all them were like, you know, the sixties and shit. Yeah. Like, so by the time, like 1970, I think they probably, they probably left even before 1970, but, um, they went over, they, they moved, yeah. they moved to HQ over to, uh, over to LA. So this is, you know, now uh, Motown is now in LA. Just for, I was always saying that because some people they want to be like, well, what's Detroit doing in, in you know in California? Mm. Motown moved to uh, moved to LA during the seventies, but um, uh, she had an R and B group and they were running around uh, California, and uh, Motown was actually um, uh, div- uh, doing a film and she auditioned for the film and. Uh, the film she got they, the the whole group got the whole group got a you know audition for the film and they got the the role but the the film soon got just put on the shelf mm. and uh, nothing was done with it but Barry Gordy you know who was head of like you know who's the producer on the film or whatever he did like Tina Marie he liked her voice a lot and he and he signed her to a solo contract right there in 1976 sweet yeah. So she gets signed to Motown and um, uh, she's she's over at Motown and she's kind of like kind of floundering. Barry doesn't know what to do with her because uh, she has this really strong, powerful voice. And Barry kept giving her um, kind of like, you know, Diana Ross style songs and like, you know, ballads and things like that. Yeah. And she was doing them and they just weren't. It wasn't like she was doing them bad. They just weren't hitting, you know. They weren't like radio. They just weren't working. They just weren't working out for. Her. And uh, in the Motown studios one day, Rick James happened to be walking by when uh, Tina was was in uh, was in one of the studios, and he heard her and he popped in. And Barry Gordy happened to be in there, and he was like, "Damn, yo, this white girl can fucking you know belt like what the fuck?" And Barry like turned to to uh rick and was like bro like if you could do anything with her that'd be awesome he's like i have no idea what to do with her she's um, i know she's amazing i know she's a great voice but i don't know what to do with her and rick was like got this (laughs) yeah (laughs) got this i was waiting to find (laughs) out when rj made an appearance yeah so and he actually was um scheduled to be uh collabing with diana ross but he uh he actually uh said no to diana and, and, and took on tina and did her album oh shit yeah he actually turned down diana and took on this this little white girl and fucking made her a star so, you know, Rick, Rick hooks up with her and, you know, a lot of it is the rest, the rest is history um, when those two hooked up because basically Tina found her sound. Like Rick was like, yo, you're, you're not a soul singer. You're an R&B chick, yo. You do funk shit. You, you're not a soul person. You can do that shit, yeah. but you're, and that was when Barry and Tina were like, oh, okay, we were trying to do this other thing. We were totally wrong. And Rick was the one who was like, yeah, you got to do this shit. So Rick was the one that like you know really found her voice and her sound for her, and um, they wrote a, a duet as those two are one to do. Uh, I'm a sucker for love, um, and it came out as like her first single, and it did well in the R&B charts. But the album uh, didn't have a picture of her on it, or or Rick. It was a picture of you know whatever it was like a, what, I don't know it was something else, and so the audience thought she was black. All that, like when she was playing, <laughs> when she was being played on the R and B stations, that they all thought she was black. And it wasn't until when she showed up on Soul Train the next year, yes, with Rick James, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's a white girl." And everyone was like, "Damn!" And she actually, to this day, she's the first uh, white female artist to ever be on on Soul Train. Now you understand why she's a peacock, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Lady T is that is that one. Yeah, she is that one. So. um uh, so yeah, so after the Soul Train, after the first single and the first album with Rick, 
you know, she found her sound. And so for the second album, Rick was um, already tied up doing uh, one of his other albums. So she couldn't get Rick to produce her second album. So she um, she asked uh, Richard Rudolph to uh, be her producer on the second album. Richard Rudolph was the uh, at that point, Minnie Rip Minnie Rip he, he was Minnie Ripperton's husband, but mm-hmm. she had just died. Minnie Ripperton was a you know you know you know Minnie Ripperton. She's she was a big soul singer, kind of like a Diana Ross. Like she sings the "Love in You okay. is Easy Cause You're Beautiful." That that's Minnie yeah. Ripperton. And uh, Richard Rudolph was her husband and kind of like songwriter, co-writer and stuff. But she uh, she died uh, early, and uh, Tina asked, and I, I and the story goes, Richard had like all, had all kind of had all these songs in there because he was supposed to do it with Minnie, but mm-hmm. she died. So Tina was like, "Yo, can you produce mine?" And Barry actually kind of had to like kind of like beg him to do it, but he said, "Yep, I'll do it." And um, had a ton of success with Richard Ru- uh, Rudolph. They actually did um, uh, a, a bunch of albums together, and uh, but it wasn't until the third album is when she uh, really started hitting, like getting her confidence. Because in the third album, she wrote and produced everything herself. That's usually like when when they make that step. Yeah, you know, really sitting behind the table. And helping come up with like the theory, not and writing everything mm-hmm. like that's the next step of stardom. Yeah, so she really hit it on that third album, and then she also that was when she hooked up with Rick James again. They wrote Fire and Desire, mm-hmm. which is the famous duet that they did. Um, and um, as everyone knows, Rick died soon after. After that, that was like one of the last songs that he really wrote. Oh, really? Yeah, he died like later that year. It was, I think, that year when he when they wrote it, they performed on the, um, it was either like the BET Awards, like the Soul Trainer Awards or something. And that's that's the one where like, remember, like Rick was like really bloated and stuff, and it was like, damn, Rick looks really bad. And then he died like later that year. Mm. Yeah. Um, but. She had, a, as as most of these peacocks go, or as any probably anybody in the industry, uh, her and Motown got into it. Always do. Um, but this one actually was really cool. I didn't know this. They got into it because, um, uh, you know, she Motown just wasn't really paying her any attention, and but she was locked into this deal, and they went to court and stuff over it. And it's actually now it's called the Brockard Initiative. And it's now a, like um, a, a law in music that basically makes it illegal for record companies to keep any artists under contract, um, but if they're not if they're not paying like if they're not paying attention to them and not re- allowing them to release anything, you can't keep them under contract. Really? Yeah, it's called the Brockard Initiative now. Huh. So like when an artist is like on a label and they're like they're putting out songs, they're making songs, but the uh, you know the record label won't release them. They can they can go to the corpse the the corpse the the courts and and you know basically you know use the Brockard the Brockard initiative to you know have have it be heard. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's like everybody in the industry like like Luther Vandross and everyone just like yeah she fucking was the trailblazer of that shit because before that all artists were fucked and we never we never said anything because we yeah. wondered because the contract was a fucking contract yeah because you got locked in when you were like young and not making any money and had no leverage right mm-hmm. so um uh she gets out of uh you know the motown deal and quickly signs with columbia and uh first thing she does writes her biggest hit lover girl reaches number four on the uh on the top 100 billboard top 100 charts comes right back with it Never missing a beat. Um, she, uh, you know, she wrote Square Biz and stuff in that time as well. Uh, she put out a string of albums after that. But really, you know, after the 80s were done, like, as all of those 80s artists do. Yep. They really, it's the only the Madonnas life. and Janet Jacksons of the world can really. <laughs> and some of them crept into the early 90s. Yeah. But you, the, the barren wastelands of, like, 93 to 97 took care of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um but this was crazy. Um, in 2004, um, she uh, sh- she was in Vegas and stuff because at this point she kind of was just like really doing like Vegas shows and things like that. Cashing in, um, Elvis. Yeah, and but she was sleeping in a hotel room uh, in Vegas one night, and you know those fucking huge goddamn picture frames that are like always at the bed, at the head of the bed, like. 
It One fell of, down. An, an irrational fear of mine. Bro, it fell down and fucking hit her in the head while she was sleeping and fucked her up. Really? To the point where, like, she, like, well, obviously had a just crazy brain injury and she had, like, seizures for the rest of her life after that and it contributed to her death. Damn. Yeah, like, it fucked her up bad. Guys, don't be staying in no rooms. Bro, bro. It, it was the first, I never, I saw that, I was just like, I will be grabbing, every room I go in, if there's one over it, I will be going up to it, and I will be trying to take it off the wall, if not making sure it is on the wall. Perfect. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. It freaking scared the shit out of me. Wow. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. But she ended up dying, um, uh, you know, she had seizures all the way up until she was, uh, until she passed away. She didn't pass away because she didn't have a seizure and passed passed away, but she had a seizure like two weeks before she had died. And, you know, just like the seizures, just like, you know, I guess the more, I mean, the more and more you get them, like, the more and more it just fucks your shit up. Yeah. And she, she, she died in her home in Pasadena, California, of, of natural causes. You know, she wasn't like, you know, a drug addict or anything crazy there, but, um, that brain injury really fucked her up at the end there. And she, and she couldn't do anything after that, obviously. Damn. Yeah. A picture frame. A fucking one of those, and you know, you know those damn picture frames too. That, that, that yeah, we're they're about. massive. Yeah. Um, but one last little nugget I'll throw in there that I thought was really cool. Um, uh, she is the god. She's the godmother of Maya Rudolph, who Maya oh. Rudolph is Minnie Ripperton's and, and Richard Rudolph's daughter. Ah, that's Maya Rudolph. Minnie Ripperton's daughter is Maya Rudolph. That's why she's always singing on SNL and shit. She's got it in her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I knew she was musical for sure. Yeah. But that's like how those great actors and actresses are. Like they could belt a, a line, do a dance, yeah. sing a song, like do anything. But she's the godmother for Maya Rudolph, and uh, you know, she and she helped. Like there was a, there was a really cool like little thing that I read too. She helped tons of like artists. Like you know, when Lenny Kravitz was like before he hit it big, he was like depressed and down. She took him in. You know, brought her under his her wing, kind of like showed, kind of showed him how to be a professional, and then then boom, he hit it big. There's like there's like tons of people out there that like they talk about Tina. They're just like, yo, that chick, like that woman, did everything for me. Sweet. Yeah, That's, she was a really good. I person. like that we're ending. You know, yeah. although with a death, a picture frame death, mm -hmm. a, a long picture frame death, but at least we got a nice heartwarming end. Yeah. So big ups to Lady T. Tina Marie, Peacock and Music this week. Um, it was, like I said, it was a lot of fun. And if you want to dance, if you want to hear soul, if you want to hear R&B, if you want to hear like fucking strong ass women singing, go check out the Peacocks and Music playlist on Spotify. Because this one is going to, this one's going to be fun. You got some heat for me? Oh my God. Wait till you hear it. Wait till you. You've never even I bet you've never even listened to the Emerald City, her 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 album Emerald City. It's the one that she gets Probably no not. love. Yeah. And it's like I think it was her fourth, it's like her fourth or fifth album. And it's it's an amazing album front to back, but no one ever they, they talk about Love or Girl on Square and stuff. Emerald City was brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So before we get out of here, um have you been seeing who and and I'm not I don't like love the tabloids, but this one I thought was interesting. What do you got? Our girl Cher. Uh, Have you seen I like do, who she's dating now? I I think I saw something. It was like a really young guy or something. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know. That's not even super young, but he's 38, and she's like she's in her late 70s. Is oh, she 80s. late 70s? Yeah. Oh, I th oh, damn, yo. Yeah. She got 40 plus on them. And some reports are coming out now that they're going to make some music together. This is the ex-baby daddy of Amber... Rose? Amber Rose. Yeah. Is he a rap? Is he... He's like a A&R executive um, for actually some, actually some decent big labels. Okay. Yeah. But I just thought it was interesting. And I was <laughs> like, Cher, what are you doing? She's... Oh God! It's gonna be so bad. Seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah. It's gonna be so like, half her age. Listen, this is one thing that, like, actually, I'm it, this. This is this has been something that I've always said for the longest time. When you're an old, and when you're an artist getting older, and and I get it. Like, you're getting older, you still want to make music. That's fine. Still make music. 
don't hook up with the young producer or the young musician guy and cut an album with them. It never works for you, dude. Mm. It's not, you can't, bro, you got an old sound, you're an old person, like, you get the old producer, dude. Don't get the young guy and try to make, like, an up-to-date album. Now That's not what we want from you. We want the old shit. And I'm I'm not trying to be uh, one-sided here. I think, you know... The old, the old rockers, like in their late seventies, banging like twenty-year-old girls. That's also weird. Yes. So you're yes. both weird. Yeah, that is true. It's not. This isn't a double standard here. That is true. I'm saying you're both weirdos for doing that. Yeah. There's. A, I don't know what the agreement is there or what's going on the attraction, but it's just. Nah, nah. You, you think like the old, the old rockers are like, we gotta have the like you know, a young girl around just to like keep us, you know, youthful like, and yeah, vital. Yeah, yeah. Uh probably. I don't know. It's They're so, sucking it's, the life it's from so them. So weird. I do not want to hear that album though, I have to say. Yeah. That one's gonna be bad. Sure, like you don't have anything left to prove. You, yeah, I was just that's what I was just about to say. And that's where it's like it's weird for me too, because I'm like, okay, so you got together with this guy. Now he happens to be like an A and R exec or whatever producer. I mean, is he gonna hook you up with Hit Boy? Like, what type of album do you need to put out right now? Yeah, you like, you did the dance stuff. You did the early sixties. You did the rock. You hit them all. You good, bro? I mean, you got an Almond Brother in there. You're you know good. what I mean? Like you, you took. Gotta, you're good. You got you hit them all. But you're seventy six. Like you you already had your comeback. She hasn't done the hip hop yet though. It was the early two thousands. You made your comeback. Do you believe in life after love? Yeah, and we loved it. And we believed. And we believed. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, be on, I, I, as my, I, I, I don't want to hear it, but I wanna be, I'm going to be on the lookout. I'm putting a bolo out. I'm putting a bolo out, putting out. A bolo out right putting now. Bolo I'm out talking Cher. neckties. Okay. Um, we need to keep an eye on Cher. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to put a bolo out. And we're going to put a bolo out on Cher, and, we'll, and we're, we're going to keep an eye on her for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it, we'll see you next week, right? See ya.